everyone. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday. It's February 25th. It's 2021. We have six NBA games to talk about here on today's podcast. We are presented by Monkey Knife Fight. If you guys haven't checked them out, fastest growing single player DFS site out there. They got a ton of stuff going for PGA, basketball, NASCAR, um, just about anything that's going on right now. I know they got some esports stuff as well. So if you guys haven't checked them out, I will post the link in the description of the podcast. You can get a 100% bonus up to $50 on your first deposit. Take advantage of it. Deposit the whole 50. Get the 100% bonus and check them out. I'm joined today by Christy Metzger, uh, Creighton 12 in the DFS world. Christy, it's been a while. How are you doing? Hey, it's good to see you, Stevie. I know it's probably been since, you know, baseball or so since we connected last. So, yeah, great to see you and excited to do the morning grind. Yes, basketball. It's it's um like it's right before like the all-star break. And this is where I like I need that week off of basketball to get like refreshed, uh grinding it, you know, five days a week. So um I'm ex- I'm excited the all-star breaks coming, but like I like six game slates. Five to like eight are the ones that I like I really like. Me too. I yeah, I couldn't agree more. That's kind of my wheelhouse too. So yeah, excited to break it down with you tonight. All right, let's jump into it. You know, we start here with Dallas at Philadelphia. No total in this game. Waiting on the Porzingis news. He's questionable. Uh, Maxi Kleebler is questionable as well. And then on the 76ers side, really no injuries that we're looking at here. So let's start with Dallas. Um, Obviously, Porzingis being questionable. You know, that's some news that we're going to be waiting on. What are your thoughts here with the Mavs? Yeah, I know. Obviously, we're waiting for that piece of news. Um, you know, it's, it's good. This should be an interesting game, actually. Um, you know, anytime Luke is on the slate, I think he's obviously someone you need to look at. He's, you know, just phenomenal this year. So definitely have interest in him um, and have, you know, maybe a little bit of interest to um, in Richardson, maybe as a last piece, but depending on what happens with Porzingis here, but definitely got to like Luca. Yeah, like obviously Luca gets a bump when Porzingis is off the floor. Um, Tim Hardaway gets a bump when Porzingis is off the floor. So if Porzingis ends up sitting, I think Tim Hardaway is someone you could potentially look at. I don't hate Josh Richardson at 4,700 if Porzingis sits. Um, Luca 10-9, we have some studs to pay up for on this slate, but I do think he's um, one of the guys um, to look at here. And then we go to the Philly, Philly side of things. Um, I hate playing him you know, Ben Simmons, I talk about it all the time, hardly ever play him, but I think this is a spot that like, they just are not going to match up really well um, against Embiid. What's your thoughts here on the 76ers? Yeah, I, I agree. I, I saw what the 76ers are what sixth in the league for uh, total rebounds and the Mavericks are 29. So yeah, it's gonna be tough for them to match up against Embiid. I think he's gonna, he's in a really good spot. Uh, is there anything else here that you'd like for Philly? Not really. I mean, I could see maybe going, you know, you've kind of got Curry and Hardaway old teammates together too. If you needed a value piece, you could throw in Curry if you needed, needed someone there for value. Yeah, I think Tobias is too expensive. I know he's been playing yep. good, but a couple 50 point games here recently, but you know, some guys were out for those games. So I think for the most part, you know, this is a game I want some pieces to, but I don't know if I would like full on game stack this game. Yep. I, nope. I agree with you on that for sure. Uh, we go to Orlando at Brooklyn. No total in this game because we're waiting on some news here as well. Um, on the Brooklyn side, Kevin Durant is out. Jeff Green is questionable. Um, Shamit's questionable. And then on the Orlando Magic side, same guys are out. Cole Anthony's out. Fultz is out. Aaron Gordon's out. Isaac's out. 
Uh, let's start here with the Nets or Magic. We'll start with the Magic. Um, what do we like here for Orlando? You know, for Orlando, I mean, boy, Vucevic is just having an incredible year. And, you know, you have centers going against Brooklyn. Obviously have interest in him. Um, boy, his stats are just, you know, he's he's averaging almost 24 points a game, 11 rebounds a game, 11, 12 rebounds a game. So just having a great year. So have interest in him. Um, we've been using Michael Carter-Williams a little bit for value. So I think he's someone you can use. Um, other than that, those are probably a couple of pieces. I, Fournier has been all right, but I don't think, you know, I think there's other players in that price range that are a little bit better there for Orlando. Listen, as my good buddy Chief Justice says, there is a lot of meat in the bone when it comes to playing a, a center against Brooklyn. Um, and, yeah. like, we're, we're playing Vooch here. Like, I, I know he's 10K, but yep. this is a game that he can go, like, 70. He already put up 69 against this team earlier this season. Um, love yep. Vooch in this spot. I'm with you. I think Fournier, he's been fantastic. Um you know, with Aaron Gordon and guys out, I think the price is a little much, but I think if you're like trying to game stack the game, I don't think he's the worst play. I think Terrence Ross gets a ton of usage with the second unit. Um, when he gets hot, he can put up 50 fantasy points. I don't hate Michael Carter Williams here. He's going to play 30 minutes. He's kind of on the verge of, all right, let's see how some of this news shakes up on this slate. If we're going to need a guy in this range or not. So um, what do you like here for Brooklyn? Yeah. So for Brooklyn, it's kind of interesting. So, Durant is out and obviously Kyrie and Harden have both actually been, you know, playing very, very well. So I obviously have interest in both of them. I mean, I think they make great plays. Um, and you know, Kyrie always gets overlooked a little bit, but uh, I think those are good plays. Uh, Bruce Brown has been a good, decent value play. If you need him. Um, I'm not sure where he's priced at for tomorrow. I haven't looked at that yet, but you know, he's someone that you could, you could throw in the mix too, if you needed to save some money. Um, yeah, I think you could play Kyrie or Harden in this spot. I don't think I'd go with DeAndre Jordan. I, I think he's gonna he's gonna have a rough day. Um, but I, I think you pay up for Brooklyn most of the time. The usage is really like two guys, like you said, Bruce Brown. If, if he shot lights out the other night against Sacramento and put up forty, um, so I, I think that would be a little bit of chasing. Uh, I don't know. I think you're I think you're yep. paying up for for Harden or Kyrie here. Absolutely. Yep. Harden, Kyrie, and Vucevic are kind of the, the key plays for that game for sure. We continue to move on. We got Sacramento at New York, 223 um, total in this one. New York is favored by two. Nerlens Noel probable. Elf Payton doubtful. Uh, Mitchell Robinson still out. And then on the King side, Hassan Whiteside, um, he is out in the health and safety protocols. We'll start with Sacramento. Um, anything standing out to you for the Kings? Yeah, the Kings are interesting. You know, um, it, it's just hard to, you know, trust some of the minutes and things like that. Fox, I think, is going to have a little bit uh, tougher matchup with the Knicks D um, going up against them. Halliburton is a guy I've played a ton this year. Absolutely love him. I, I see he did get a price bump, especially on FanDuel. Um, I think he's up to 7,700 on DK. He's still 6,600, but I mean, he's just been playing, you know, really, really well. So definitely have interest in him more so on, on DK. Um, Bagley, it's a little tough to trust the minutes, um, but he's, you know, he's had a couple of upside games too, but minutes aren't, aren't always there for him. So um, probably Halliburton is someone I have the most interest in. 
Yeah, and like, <laughs> so funny. He's he's been talking about Top Shot so much recently, and like, he, <laughs> you're having some monster games here recently. Um, so trying to get those moments for himself. Um, yeah. all joking aside, he's playing fantastic right now. Um, it's a good matchup against New York, so don't mind him. I think Darren Fox is always someone that you can take um, t- tournament shots on if you're playing a lot of teams. And then Rashard Holmes is kind of like in that range. Um, again, I want to see how some of the news falls. If I'm going to need people in this range, like Bagley's the same way. Um, so I-, I think that's where you're going to have to kind of land there on, on that side. And then on the New York side of things, like we love playing people against Sacramento. Um, what's standing out to you here for New York? Yeah, so a guy that I've been playing just a ton this year is Julius Randle, and his price just never really seems to increase on DK or FanDuel. I think he's 9,100 on on DK, 8,900 on FanDuel. Um, I love it. Yeah, he's just been getting the minutes, um, just huge, huge upside. So a lot of interest in him. Um, You know, aside from him, I probably played a little bit more RJ Barrett earlier in the year. Um, haven't played him as much lately. You know, it's been a little tough to trust some of the minutes too, and his shooting hasn't been all that great. So on, on the Knicks side, probably most of my, most of my interest is kind of waging around Randall. Yeah. Like we love centers against, um, Sacramento. They allow the most fantasy points per game to opposing centers. Um, so yeah, I think Randall is obviously the guy we're looking at um, the most here. Nerlens Noel is somewhat interesting with the matchup and the price, um, assuming that like he comes back and he plays um, 29 minutes here. So I don't hate that, but I think for for almost all season, like the New York Knicks has, has run through Julius Randall, and that that's not changing. Like it's not changing all year, and it's going to sound like a broken record, but that's just how it is uh, when you're looking at New York right now. Cruising along here, we got uh, L.A., the Clippers, facing Memphis, 228 total. Clippers favored by 7.5 in this game. Uh, Patrick Patterson, really the only Clippers news. He's out. And then on the Memphis side, Dylan Brooks is questionable. Triple J is still out. Um, Let's start here with the Clippers. What's standing out to you for L.A.? Yeah, so, I mean, this is – I mean, I don't have a ton of interest probably. I mean, you could easily play, you know, now that George and Kawhi are both – healthy and in the lineups I think you could play either one of them um, but they're not someone I'm probably targeting um, although George I think he's priced at a decent price point he's 8600 on FanDuel so um, definitely someone that you could consider um, and yeah I mean I, I think aside from those guys I'm not really looking too far far past them I think this game is going to be super competitive um I like I like the Memphis plus seven and a half in this game. Uh, I think this game stays really close. So I think Paul George in close games. I think Kawhi in close games are are both always very interesting. But outside of that, it's just tough to trust anybody else when it comes to the Clippers. Um, I think like Patrick Beverly, if in close games, he probably gets closer to 30 minutes than 20 minutes and he's 4,200. So again, how is the news going to kind of break on this slate? On the Memphis side of things, uh, listen, I've been talking about John Morant for mm-hmm. weeks, um, and I'm not going to stop. Like, he is taking a ton of shots right now. The game against Dallas was kind of slow, and he still got there. Um, what are your thoughts here when it comes to Memphis? Yeah, I, I, I agree. He's someone I've been playing a ton lately, too, and his price, you know, 7200 on FanDuel for his upside and minutes now that he's come back um, is just incredible. So, yeah, he, he's someone that I'm, you know – 
excited to play tomorrow for sure. I think he's a, he's a great uh, piece to build around. Um, and probably, yeah, probably the only guy on Memphis that I'm kind of looking at at the most. I don't know what your thoughts are. He, he's the guy like him and Valanciunas. Um, I think both of these guys, Valanciunas in close games, uh, you know, he's going to get the minutes. Nobody plays um, Valanciunas, which is fantastic for tournaments ownership wise. Outside of that, like, you know, obviously Brandon Clark is back um, and, and like the minutes should be somewhat there. Um, you know, Dylan Brooks is a, a guy that may or may not play in this game. So I think Clark, if Brooks is out, continue to see maybe, um, you know, closer to like the 30 minute mark. Um, so I don't hate him, but I, I think like this is John Moran Valanciunas for me. Yep, absolutely. Man, I feel like we are flying. Uh, Washington <laughs> at Denver, 237 total here. Denver favored by seven in this game. I think this is going to be a game that a lot of people are going to like. Um, on the Washington side, Thomas Bryan and Smith are out. On the Denver side, Dozier, Jermichael Green, Harris, and Paul Millsap are out. Um, let's start with Washington. When we're looking at this game as a whole, it, like this is the game that instantly I think stands out to everybody um, on this slate because like we have Washington who is first in pace over the last five games. Um, Denver has slowed down, but on the season they've been playing a lot faster. And then you have two teams that don't play a ton of defense, um, you know, and, and it's been that way all season. So let's start here with the Washington side of things. What do you like here for the wizards? Yeah, I think this is a great game stack. Um, there's just a lot of really good pieces. These teams met a week ago too. Um, so I, I think, you know, Beal and Westbrook, I think, you know, especially Westbrook, his prices come down a little bit too um, in a competitive game like this. I think those two are a couple pieces that, that stand out. And especially if you're looking to, you know, play some Jokic or Murray or Porter on the other side, um, those are probably a couple of the guys that I'm looking at the most for, for Washington. Shooting guard is such an interesting position on almost every slate. And like when you're looking at this slate as a whole, you have Beal on DraftKings, you have Kyrie, which I thought was, you know, somewhat interesting. And then you have Paul George, and then you're like getting all these like mid-tier range. So I think shooting guard is a position that at first look I want to pay up for on the slate. And I think Bradley Beal is one of those options. He's put up at least 45 fantasy points in seven of the last eight games. This is going to be um, a really solid game. I, like the total, the total says it all. 237 total. Um, you know, obviously the next game we're going to talk about has a 240 total, but this game, ton of pieces and Westbrook, Beal, both fantastic plays. Um, you know, Hachimura, he's been getting the minutes that we've, you know, been wanting. Um, he just hasn't had that big game. I think you can continue to take shots on him. Bertan's getting minutes. Um, I don't hate taking shots on him in this game because he's a guy that can get hot from three point range Denver side. Um, you know, anytime that Denver plays a little bit faster, it's hard not to like Nikola Jokic. Exactly. And and that's hard for me to say. Um, <laughs> Cause I've hated on this guy for years. I love Jokic for what it's worth. I always, I've always said that I think he's a great, fantastic basketball player. He's just not a great DFS player until this year. Um, what's your thoughts here on the nugs? Yeah, so I was kind of looking at that, and I was looking at their last matchup, you know, when they played each other a week ago or so, and Jokic had 33 points, Murray had 35 points. I have a lot of interest in Jamal Murray, actually. I've been playing him a ton. 
you know, he's one of those guys. I mean, obviously he played great in the bubble last year, um, had a, some stretches where he didn't play as well, but boy, the last few weeks, he's been really, you know, kind of hitting his stride and he's kind of one of those streaky guys too, that, you know, when he's playing well, um, he kind of continues to do so. So he's priced up a little bit more than he, we could get him a couple of weeks ago, but you know, I definitely have interest in him along with Jokic. Um, Porter's kind of interesting. He is getting the minutes. His shot hasn't been falling as much um, as it could, you know, both he and Barton are kind of uh, priced similarly. So you could look to use one of those guys as well, but probably Murray and Jokic are the guys that I have the most interest on Denver side. You want to lock in 120 points on DraftKings, just throw Jokic and Vucevic in your lineups. Um, I think you could potentially get like 140 of those guys on the slate. So uh, just like a quick glance here, looking through like Jokic's game log, like any game that has had a pace over like 25 recently, he's had at least 30% usage in those games. So again, this game being a fast paced game, um, it's just hard not to load up on Jokic. I like the Murray call and I like the Porter call. I think, you know, Murray, he's kind of underpriced for the production here recently with all these guys out. The usage has been a lot higher for him in general. You could play him and Jokic together if you want to, or if you want to get different and play Vooch, um, you know, we're looking at a guy in Jamal Murray who has at least 25% usage in six straight games. So um, it's definitely been up there. Porter has one lights out shooting night and like, you you know, you're going to break the bank at 6k. So, you know, paying up for these guys, I think are, is very much in play. And then Will Barton at 5,100, I don't think is the worst play uh, depending on how value kind of shakes out today. Exactly. Uh, we finish it out with New Orleans at Milwaukee. It's a 240 total in this one. Um, New Orleans, I think the only one that we're looking at on New Orleans, there's no injury report out for them. Um, and then on the Milwaukee side, Drew Holiday is doubtful. Um, Bobby Portis is probable. So, you know, we'll have to kind of see. On the New Orleans side, what um, the injury report looks like on the second end of a back-to-back for them. You know, they're still in the second quarter. So uh, what do you like here for the Pelicans? Yeah, so for the Pelicans, I, I really like Zion. You know, I think he's just been playing really well the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, these guys played each other end of January um, where the Pelicans won um, by four or five points or so. Um, so I have a lot of interest in Zion. Um, Ingram, I think, is always – in, in play. He's always someone that I don't play as much. And I think he gets, you know, underowned in the DFS world. Um, Josh Hart has been playing really, really well. And he kind of fits in there as a good value piece. Um, been getting the minutes. Um, he had a good game against them last outing. I think he put up 15 points around 30 um, fantasy points. Um, and then, you know, you could as a, as a tournament play Lonzo ball, um, you know, he's, he's a good GPP play. He had 27 points against them last outing and he's been shooting a little bit better um, the last couple of weeks as well. So I think it's a really good stackable game and there's really a lot of pieces I like, but Zion's probably my favorite if I had to, if I had to pick one. Yeah. So I think the big news that we're going to be looking at here is Steven Adams. Um, And the reason that I say that is he's coming back from an ankle sprain if he doesn't play on the second end of a back-to-back, Hernan Gomez might be one of the best value plays on the slate. That's and great. and what's interesting is like there's like five really strong center plays on the slate. So 
Um, it will be interesting to see how people construct lineups. Um, but I think like if we get news that Adams out, Hernan Gomez at forty five hundred against the non rebounding Milwaukee Bucks. Um, like if you don't believe me, watch one Bucks game and, and you'll see that like Brooke Lopez just doesn't rebound. He doesn't care. Um, like um, so yeah, it's just it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I don't hate Zion. It is the second end of a back-to-back. Um, I think Josh Hart is still in play here at 5K. You know, I don't even know how he's doing. I hadn't checked on Wednesday. Um, let's go to the Milwaukee side. Like anytime you're looking at Milwaukee, it's like, all right, is this going to be a competitive game? Because those are the games that we want um, Giannis. Yeah, and I and I think it is, and that's why I do have a lot of interest in Giannis and think he's you know a, you know great star to pay up for on this slate for sure, and especially the last night of the game, or last night, yeah, it's the kind of the late night hammer. So um, interest in him, of course, Holiday's most likely out. Um, Middleton definitely has not been playing. He did have a good game a couple of nights ago against Sacramento, but otherwise he's been struggling a little bit too. Um, but I think his, he's still priced, you know, kind of in that mid tier. So he's an, he's an okay option too. Um, but you know, I, I do think Giannis makes a ton of sense as a superstar to pay up for. Yeah. Middleton's been shooting the ball a ton recently. So like, if you just want to take a shot on him, hoping that like he has a good shooting night, um, he's in play for that. I think Giannis is in play. I think if you're playing Giannis, you're, you're running it back with, um, Zion or Ingram or depending on like what happens with Adams or not. I don't love um, – I don't really love anything else. DiVincenzo is always okay. Um, like, Pat Connington's been getting some minutes here recently. He's 4,200. If you're looking for ways to maybe potentially be different on a six-game slate, you know, I think that you're going to have pretty chalky value plays on a six-game NBA slate most of the time. So he might just be one of those guys that you could get a little bit different with your lineups. Exactly. Um, I got nothing else. Brian Forbes. I don't really want to play him. So let's play the morning grind game. Six gamer in the books. Um, favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Um, who are we looking at down here in this value range? Down in the value. Okay. So 7X, I would say um, I will go with. Maybe go with Hernan Gomez, just kind of assuming that Adams is out. I like it because uh, I, I think, like, I really do think he is one of the better value plays if the news kind of breaks in his way. I think Richardson, Josh Richardson uh, for Dallas is in play here. I, I want to see Porzingis out to make this one work, but I do think he's someone in play here. If he plays... I don't think Derrick Rose is the worst option here, folks. Uh, 4,600 going up against Sacramento. Elf is doubtful. Um, just throwing good old Derrick Rose back into our <laughs> lives. Like, for some reason, New York just doesn't want to play quickly. And, you know, so I think Derrick Rose will get enough minutes here. Uh, over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? Bust today? I am going to go. Let's see here. Under 8K, you said? Yep. Or over 8K. No, over 8K. 8K to bust. Okay. Over 8K to bust. I'm going to go with uh, Middleton. Yeah, if he doesn't have a good shooting night, um, it's hard to argue that one. So 
Don't hate that. Oh, man, there's so many great plays today. I'm going to go with Ben Simmons. Um, I feel like it's a cop-out, but I'm mm-hmm. going to go Ben Simmons. Uh, favorite 6X play, who do you got today that's going 6X? 6X, I would say... Um, I, I'm going to say Jamal Murray. I just, you know, he's just been sh- shooting so well, and I still, you know, he's priced up, but I still think that uh, he can get there. I'm going to go Vooch. Any oh, any okay. other any other Orlando fans out there? Vooch, uh, not <laughs> Vucevic. Vooch. Um, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Just someone that you think could potentially come in under ten percent on this slate that you know could potentially break a slate. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say. Let's see here how he's priced for sure. Um, I'll maybe go with break a slate. Let's see here. And is there a certain kind of amount that you kind of target? Nope. Nope. Nothing. Um, might be a little bit chasing, but I'm going to go with Bruce Brown again too, because he's been playing well, shooting well. And all right. I like it. Go for it. Take shots. Uh, I'm going to go Halliburton. I don't know where his ownership's going to come in, but I think the price, yeah, the price increase I think is going to potentially lower his ownership. So we'll have to see. Um, is there any contest on FanDuel or DraftKings? You know, single entry, double ups, large field, um, anything that like is standing out to you um, for today's slate? Yeah, so we've got the still the single entry series right on FanDuel. Yeah. I think it's 25 this week. Yep, $25 this week. So, yeah, that's obviously a great one. Great price point there. All right. I told the listeners yesterday, and what's funny is I I talked about this yesterday, and then I got a message on Twitter today that one of the listeners actually took the $2 tournament down on Fandle yesterday. Oh, really? I I told the listeners that I was going to talk um, about low stakes this week be, or the finish the week out because I had gotten people that had talked to me about um, only talking about high stakes. So I'm going to go over there to DraftKings today. The $1 daily dollar. It's a single entry tournament. It pays 26% of the field. Top 10 gets 27%. First place is 10%. So 500 bucks. Somebody's going to turn $1 into 500. If you're building your bankroll, if you're in this low stakes range, this is a great tournament to work on your single entry strategy. Yeah. There's going to be really wide ownership in this tournament, um, you know, because it is a one dollar tournament. So, if you're building your bankroll, check out the daily dollar over there on DraftKings. Um, again, I will have one more cheap tournament for Friday. Um, trying to mix it up. Is there any over under or against the spread pick that's standing out to you here? Um, you know, night before first look. Oh boy. Let me see. I hadn't looked at that. Let me take a look here real quick. Um, I would say. Um, just kind of at first glance, I think. I think the Pelicans bucks, I think I like the over on that. I mean, last time they played, there was a lot of points going up there. So I would take the over on that game. Yeah. I opened at two forty. Um, I like that one. I've already kind of said mine, like at first glance, I really like Memphis um, plus seven and a half here. I'd be interesting to see how that line kind of, you know, shifts throughout the day, but 
I like the the Memphis plus seven and a half. So, uh, Christy, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, I don't think so. You know, you're talking about tournaments, though. Good cheap one, like uh, on DraftKings too. I mentioned, you know, the is it the twenty entry max, the four dollar one. That's such a great tournament too. I think too, if you're just you know looking for some low stakes and and looking to kind of you know work on your strategy and things like that too. So just throw that out there. I wish I really wish they would do like a ten or twenty dollar twenty entry max tournament. Like it's such a it's such a great tournament. Um, I'm with you. Like it's it's a tournament that you can kind of build your craft for that tournament, and like the payouts are really strong, and it's really you know has some top heavy payouts sometimes. So you like if you get better at like twenty entry max, so and like with twenty entry max, you got to lower your player pool just enough that like you know you're you're really close. So. Uh, like that call, talk about the tournament all the time. So make sure you guys are checking that out. But uh, that's going to wrap it up here for Thursday. Again, check out Monkey Knife Fight. Um, awesome sponsors of the podcast. Appreciate Creighton coming on, talking some hoops. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more basketball. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then.